and Davey. Welcome to the Decent Tech Show, serving mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. Friendships are Friendship. dead. Wait, they what? are dead. Friendships are done. Dunzo. Wait. We're not friends anymore. Me our and you, we got to stop friendship. pretending to be friends on this show because what? realistically, me and you have nothing in common. We're not friends. You're too much of a... Say it. I'm not going to say it. You're Too much some, of a some what? Some of the days, you're just not my cup of mayonnaise, but it is okay. Bro, you don't like your Hellman's? No. <laughs> Wait, do you like real mayonnaise or, or Miracle, Miracle Whip? Whip? Um, No, I like real mayonnaise. I did think you Miracle ever, Whip did is you, sour. It gets a little tangy. It's a little tangy. It's like eating an orange while also I'm, having a sandwich. <laughs> Dude, you know what? You know what? I'm going to throw something on with the consistency of toothpaste. A little bit. But, a little bit. But now, it's going to be sour. Can you move your camera? Okay, so can you move your camera a little bit towards you? A little, little bit? Little just a little bit? Just okay. a tiny whoa, bit? Whoa, whoa. Don't put it on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it back don't on me. put it me. on me. Come on, Jonah. Put it back. Oh, my gosh. This guy, this guy, this guy. No, no, no. Just just turn it a little bit. Turn it a little bit oh, towards you. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, there we go. I love it. I love hey! the tooth back. Tooth back to David. There we oh, go. We back, it's baby. clean. Okay, so friendship is on the decline. A new study released Apparently by the survey. Apparently ours is on the decline. Yes, what? it is. We'll talk about that later. A new study released by the Survey Center of American Life has essentially found that friends are in short supply in America, or rather that despite renewed interest in the topic of friendship in popular culture and news media, signs suggest that the role of friends in American social life is experiencing a pronounced decline. Out of more than 2,019 respondents in America, Made up of U.S. adults, only 13% said that they had a best friend. Or so more, they than, more uh, than 10 close yeah. friends. That's a big drop compared to the 1990 Gallup poll, which reported that a third of the U.S. adults said they had more than 10 close friends. The poll found out that newer, the fewer Americans now say that they have a best friend. 59% of people today compared to 75% in 1990. Now, man, I don't think I have 10 close friends. Close uh, friends? No, I don't think I have ten close friends. Mm-mm. I'm, but I'm picky. Me too. I'm like, I'll hang out with you. Sure, I'll grab that cup of coffee. I'll get some lunch. There are people you buying. I'm but... pretty sure that there are people <laughs> who would consider me their close friend, and I would not consider them my close friend. Yeah, like you to me. You don't consider me your close friend? No, other way around. You don't I consider cons- you my close friend? Wait, really? You're one of my best friends. Oh my gosh, I love you, dude. Wow. You're my banana bread. Here I was thinking all this time that you're, you're my unexpected banana bread, bro. Man, I went to work. <laughs> I'm your unexpected banana bread. <laughs> I went to work, and they said good things always happen, and I was like, good things never happen to me. But then I banana got bread. Banana bread at work, dude. <laughs> I was hearing. Th- I was like, wait, I know. You're my cinnamon I know- apple. <laughs> Explain. I was hearing that. I was like, wait, I know this. <gasps> I know this. <laughs> Now, Jonah, oh, would man. you consider uh, Davey your close friend? And to the mic, bud. That's how those things work. <laughs> <laughs> you this would, man, really? This man, Jonah, be like, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> With the mic all the way over there. <laughs> Jonah's like, yeah. But uh, I don't want to put that on now, record. Now, you would consider, let, let's, let's get straight <laughs> to the nitty and gritty. Jonah, you would consider Davey your close friend. Yes. Davey, would you consider Jonah your close friend? Yeah, actually, we we hang out. We I mean, we hung out on Discord. We uh, see each other every week. 
We talk on the phone. Sometimes it's work-related, yeah. sometimes not. <laughs> and Jonah knows a lot about what's going on in my life. That's cool. So Jonah and Davey, would you say Davey is a closer friend to you than I am? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I would say that. I would say we're equivalent in that. Yeah, I, I actually would. You think I'm closer to Jonah than you are? Yeah. Why? Because you guys talk more than we do. That might, yeah, that's Jonah true. Jonah refuses to have a casual conversation with me. Well, Jonah only has casual conversation with me because he's it's his job. <laughs> now, I had somebody text me this past week that you know. I don't think they listen to our podcast, but they texted me and they said, you know, the crazy thing about phones is that they work two ways. Whoa! That is, that is, that is so, like, I'm willing to start a fight today. Like, what is, <laughs> but also, like, why? You know my response? What was My your phone only works on incoming calls. <laughs> we, me and Davey had this conversation earlier. I don't miss people. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. It takes so much for me to miss somebody that it's almost impossible for me to miss you. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to talk to me. I think it's just something that comes along with, like, growing up, being an independent person and being like, I just figured it out on my own. Like, when you deal with that and then people come into your life, you're like, it's cool when they're around, but also when they're not around, it's not a, it's not different. Yeah, <laughs> like my life is, unfortunately, my life is still the same without you. Yeah, you haven't made a significant impact, I guess, in my life to make me want to need you or something like that. Yeah, I just don't miss people. Yeah, no, I like, get that. I don't know. It's I mean, hard. I was saying that I had an experience like that recently where um, not not even me, my wife made some new friends. Good for her. Um, but she made some new friends and then she was like, hey, let's all grab some lunch. We grab some lunch and then through just conversation, we find out that we have a mutual friend that I haven't seen in like several years. And I honestly forgot the guy existed, but he was like working just around the corner from the restaurant. So we popped in, visited him. And it was like no time had passed because I didn't miss him. And he probably forgot I existed. And it was not a big deal. I have a tendency to forget that people exist. It's really unfortunate, to be honest. But it's not that they're not important. It's that if it doesn't have a daily effect on my life, I have a hard time missing it. When you grow up like in the ways that we grew up, there are a lot of things that could be there one day and be gone the next. So we've desensitized ourselves yeah. to assuming that things will still be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many times when, like, I remember so many times growing up where I would make a new friend and then a week later never see them again. Or a week, a week later move. Yeah. And be gone. <laughs> week, and week not later have move, a choice. <laughs> be living with a different family, be living in a different state, like just doing something completely new, um, or be pulled out of that school and now there's no way I'd ever see them again. Like It is what it is. It is what and it is. so if yeah. you can't deal with the fact that I'm not going to miss you or mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to need to talk to you. Then we're not going to work out as friends because yeah. I cannot talk to you for a good five years and see you and pick it up right where it happened. Actually at the wedding that I went to my friend Vince's wedding. Oh yeah. 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 My friend there, I had friends there that I was like, I haven't seen you in five years. And to me, it's like, I saw you yesterday. Sure. To you, I could be a completely, I could be a stranger but realistically, I can catch up on your life in five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, 
I remember uh, a, a specific instance where I had moved. I had moved in with uh, like one of my dad's employees was just like, hey, I'll take him in. So she takes me in. Pat, super, super cool lady, um, takes me in. And then I'm living with her over a summer. And I remember I had summer friends. And it was the first time I ever had like summer friends because I lived growing up. I lived in a neighborhood where there weren't a lot of neighborhood kids or anything like that. Yeah. So this is the first time I was like, oh, sick. There's someone who's across the street I can ride bikes with or I can play basketball with or whatever. And we would do that. And summer ends. I move. I have not seen them in like a decade. But I bet if I saw them tomorrow, I'd remember everything from that from that summer just by seeing their face. And then I'd be like, how's life been for the past decade? 10 minutes it would take and we would yeah. know everything about each other's lives. And the lives. thing is it's like for me I I genuinely enjoy people but at the same time I also very genuinely enjoy my independence mm-hmm. in myself. Yeah. So I can sit in a room by myself, listen to a podcast, be chilling. Yeah. In fact, no podcast. I can just sit in a room and be straight up chilling. Yeah. I do not feel weird about that. No. But some people feel the need to update every single thing in their life and for me that's fine too but know that uh, that will not make you more valuable as a friend than it will if you don't me and brandon who is my ride or die number one best friend in the entire world my brother i will die for him i'll catch a bullet for him there have been times we didn't talk for six months sure and he'll text me yo check out this video and we'll laugh (laughs) have fun hang out whatever like we it's just by coincidence that he lives in the same state now. Yeah. Because we grew up together sixth grade to twelfth grade. I moved and he ended up moving here three, two years later, just randomly. And it just happened to be that way. But if he had stayed there, he would still be my best friend. Sure. It would make no difference. Distance doesn't make a difference in a friendship. Distance Unless doesn't... they're proximity friends. Yeah. Where then you're just have friends because they're close to proximity you. friends though are the exact kind of friend that you will miss. Because a proximity friend, when they're out of your proximity, now you recognize that they're gone because you only notice them when they're in your range of view, when they're in your field of view. But when they step out of that, you're like, oh, where did they go? Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely feel that, especially with like switching jobs and stuff. That's something that I struggle with is the when you lose those proximity friends, you know. You can text them or try to hang out, but it never It's never the out. same. It's never yeah. the same. It, it never works out. <clears throat> Work friends are never the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the people I used to bartend with, I thought they were, like, my closest friends. <laughs> but the truth is that we just worked a lot. Yeah. And I don't I, – I accidentally texted one of them pretty recently, like, in the last six months. And uh, it was like, oh, let's catch up. And they're like – he had went off to the Navy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But – I've learned that like work friends are not your real friends. No matter how cl- even people I've worked in churches with sure. that are like we're brothers and oh, yeah. God and Christ, blah 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 blah. Who I haven't talked to since then. Mm-hmm. To me, it doesn't mean a thing. But to them, they may be upset about it. But I don't care. Yeah, because I don't need that validation. Yeah, I don't need someone that's like you're my friend to make me feel like I have a friend. Yeah, I don't need someone to tell me I have a friend. I just assume you're my friend. And I assume when I text or reach out to you, we're going to hang out because I know we're friends. We're still friends. Yeah. Now, In the I same do, way that if you were to reach out to me, I assume I would be like, yeah, I'll make some time. Yeah. Um, and, and there are and times just, that I'm like, I don't know if you're upset or something, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But that's also because when we've created a rapport where we're talking constantly, 
and then we don't talk, I go, that's a shift in my schedule. Yeah. I'm expecting this to happen and it's not happening. Let me make sure that it's cool and we're good. Yeah. But I have friends who are very close to me that need that constant nurturing and attention. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't know if I have it in me. Yeah. To be that for adults. Fair. Like working with kids before I under I I mentally understand that they need that in order to understand their worth. And so I will give them to that so that they know their worth. But for me, that leaves as an adult. I have uh I have an adult that I've been um just talking through life with lately. And he made it really clear that um he wanted an everyday check-in. And yeah. I was like I don't know if I have the capacity for that. I I literally asked him. I was like, if you want everyday check-in, can I automate a text from like Siri to just send you a text every day, the same thing, just to check in on you? And but and he was like, yeah, that's fine. Here's the difference though. When the expectation is known, it's different. Oh yeah. That's fine for me. If somebody says, Hey, in order for this friendship to work, I need constant communication, then I just need to know that. Will it happen? I don't know. Yeah. However, at least I know that up front and I know that that's what's going to take. When me and Ty, me and Ty became friends when he was about to move. Mm -hmm. Like we became friends right before he moved. Like long story short, he had a GoFundMe out to move, to do a ministry move that I resonated with. Mm -hmm. I didn't know him at all. It just got shared onto my timeline. Okay. I donated to it. He thanked me for that, and we just had a conversation. We became very close friends. We sat down and had a conversation or over the phone or whatever that we're not going to let proximity choose what our friendship is going to be like. Mm -hmm. So we sat down, had that conversation, set expectations, and that's why our friendship still works. However, I'm sure that there are other friendships that he had that he didn't have that conversation with before that haven't worked out. Sure. For me, if you sit down and you set the expectation with me, we can figure out if it's going to work or not. Oh, but if yeah. we don't set that expectation, then I'm going to go on with my life as continued, and I'm not going to be upset about it. Mm -hmm. I will still value you. I will still think that you're my friend. However, the person, it always seems that the opposite party feels like something's wrong. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I don't need that attention. Yeah. I need good music, good food. Decent sleep and good games and so music. I would say that... Um, Which has nothing to do with anybody else. I can handle all that by similar, myself. Similar to what you were saying about, and like you just said, you can handle it by yourself. Like, I can absolutely just sit in a room by myself, just watch TV, play a video game, read a book, listen to a podcast, or sit and do nothing, think about nothing, and be like, I could take a nap. And just, that's it. And I, I've had friendships where... We could be sitting in a car listening to music and then the music cuts out and there's silence and that silence needs to be filled with sound so they start talking about nothing because they have to fill that sound and I hate that. I don't I'm, need I'm, that. I'm fine sitting in the silence. I'm fine just having your company. That's fine. That's enough for me. And if you're not here, it makes no difference. If you are here, cool. I'm I'm cool with the company. Me and Brandon have had days and I have people that can vouch for this where I'm sitting at my computer playing a game. He's on that couch right there dead asleep. Yeah. And we consider that hanging out. Sure. 
because we don't need each other to validate our experiences. We've had times where we just sat down chilling. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Where I've been sitting at that computer and you've been sitting here on your computer and we're just chilling. Yeah. Maybe a few remarks here and there. You might chuckle at something at your computer. I ask what's funny. You show me what's funny. Like Then we go back to what we were doing. Exactly. <laughs> because you have to, in order to have a, in, in my opinion, in order to have a really good friendship, you have to know what that other person is expecting from you. Mm-hmm. The only reason that I know me and Jonah are friends is because over the course of the over a year that we've known each other really now is that we haven't had to have constant communication in order to be friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we text each other really ever about anything. Mm-hmm. And I never wonder, is Jonah my friend still? Yeah. If he texted me, I'd be cool with it. If he was like, hey, bro, what are you doing? Let's hang out. I'd be cool with it. We can we can shoot the crap, whatever. Yeah. However, I don't need it. Fair. I don't need that for my friendship. Yeah. And I I really would want to talk to somebody who needs that type of attention so that I can understand it. Because in my brain, I don't understand it, but I'm willing to give it in order to have a good friendship. Mm-hmm. However, I naturally will not give it. So, Jonah, how, how are you on that spectrum? Um, I would say I'm kind I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I something that I know I struggle with personally is needing attention. I I don't know why that is, and it's something that I at least recognize in myself. But that's okay to have. And to a certain extent, yes, there are times where I think it, it gets to be too much, and so I'm trying to learn to kind of balance that out. Um, but yeah, job like with you, like if we don't talk for a while and then i see you for the podcast i'm not worried oh is he still my friend like i i just know that you're my friend or davy like if we don't text outside of the outside of the podcast i know that we're still friends and it i think it also is different with specific friends because i do that's have, fair i do have friends where and i don't know if this goes down to like a codependent type thing or what exactly it is, but for certain friends, I do feel that way. So, for instance, my best friend Paul. If we don't text for a couple days, I start to get worried. Like, what's going on? What's wrong? That's fair. Yeah. And so I think it de- it's dependent upon each subjective situation and the relationship you have with these different people. I that, think that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. Um, Every friendship is going to be different. Um, like I know, job ja, for you, yours and mine. Um, I certainly think that um, if we weren't doing this podcast, we would still be hanging out each week. Um, I know that before we were doing the podcast, we were hanging out pretty regularly. Yeah. And then the podcast just became how we hang out. Yeah. I, I And I feel like we've intentionally tried to make time outside of the show. Mm-hmm. The hard part is that we also do church together. Yeah. So we see each other so often. That to add more and more hangouts would be like, you might as well just move in. This is the funniest thing to me because my wife will say stuff like, why do you need to talk to him on the phone? You're going to go do a podcast. Why are you planning on we like going? a lot of time yeah. on the phone. Why are together? you planning on like hanging out with him this week? Why can't you just hang out before the podcast? Or why can't you just hang out at the podcast? Like all that. Because we spend four hours doing the podcast yeah. every week and it's all podcasts. But this is the funny part to me. The funny part is we've toned it down. 
We used that to hang out true. every day. We every used to, night? Every day and every the, night. Through, through the, the week. night? Yeah. Like, like 3 a.m.? It was, we wake up, we, because we, go, I guess we started out as co-workers. Yeah. Work friends in a way. Sure. Um, We started off as co-workers and yeah. then work friends. Yeah. We broke friends. the, we broke the statistic, I guess. But, um, morning, we're there working together. Afternoon, we have lunch. If we're not having lunch with our teams, we're having lunch pizza, with each other. Pizza muffins? Yeah, pizza muffins. Oh, those are so all good. That. Um, and then afternoon, back at work, late afternoon, we're hanging out, just taking a drive or something like that. Now we're just hanging out all the way into like 2 a.m. late evening. See you in the morning. Yeah. Like, and that was every day. And then Saturdays, we just plan on seeing each other. Sundays, we saw each other because it was work. And then afterwards, we hung out. Yep. It was just it was insane the amount of time we spent to, with each other. I didn't even think about that because we it, have it seriously was toned part, it down. It was literally just part of my schedule. Yeah, it was like okay, wherever I'm going, Davey's gonna be with me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it like, like you were my car. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you. If I leave, it comes with me, and yeah. that was Davey. <laughs> it was legit. Like one of us stands up and is like, "I'm gonna get lunch," and the other one gets up and is like, "Cool, where? Where are we what? going?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, it's time. Or, it wasn't even I'm gonna get lunch. It's like it's time for lunch. <laughs> yeah, it was just it's time for lunch. We would just I mean it was like daily routine. And it like, was always me that was way too early. Like it's yeah, like 11 a.m. Yeah, like, it's time for lunch. You're, You're like, like it's time uh, for lunch. You wait I'm, till noon? I'm working on something. Let me do something really quick. And I'm like just typing away or whatever I'm doing. And you're like, no, it's, it's time, time for, for lunch. lunch. <laughs> You can I finish that play. later. When I get hungry and I know I can eat, it's time to eat then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not time to wait. Also, it was your way to get me to stop working because you knew I got there at like whatever time I got yeah, there. Yeah, because you got there an hour before me and left three hours after me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? It's time to go. It's, yeah. We need to leave. Not that you worked less. You worked more. You had other jobs. But still, I was like, you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the fact that I'm going to leave here to go to my job means that you need to leave and go do something other than yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much more to do today. Mm -hmm. You're like three months ahead for no type of reason. And you yeah. feel behind. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just how I operate, though. Now, but it was cool. It was cool. Now, now, Jonah, do you think that you have 10 close friends? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Which is, it, 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 it's fine if you do, and it's fine if you don't. I just want to know if you could think in your head, can you think of 10 people that you would consider your close friends? Because I want to know if this statistic is true or not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, cool. I would say I can say pretty confidently. Name by, that by my definition of a close friend. No family counts, right? No, no, no yeah. Family, yeah, family doesn't count. count. Do count spouses family. count? No. No. Okay, cool. Um, so now Jonah's like, well, I'm, I'm at nine. Why do you say spouses? Um, meaning like our three okay. spouses because we're all married. Just, ma just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Jonah's like, well, wife number six. Yeah. Jonah's you like, oh man. Oh, he's been marrying all of them. <laughs> Yo, plot twist. Davy's a Mormon. Okay. So, uh, now they don't so do you that say anymore. yes, Davy. You, was, I mean, Jonah. Sorry, I get no, you no, guys confused. Yeah. <laughs> we look so similar. I get it. Yeah. You guys are both thick boys with neck beards. It's hard to tell the difference. The only difference is Davy wears a hat. Yeah. Now, okay, Davy, do you said you do or do not have ten close friends? Um, by your definition. See, I think if it takes me a while to think of ten people, then I don't have ten close friends. That's fair. So no. I think I have six. I would say six. I would say I would say five think, or six. I think I, I think I have six, and and of those six, three of them are maybes. Hmm. See, because like I have my I have my three ride or dies. 
And then I have like three more friends that I would consider close. And then everybody else is pretty much affiliates. Okay. So I would definitely say I have probably two ride or dies. Um, You're one of them. Who's the other? Probably Anthony. Okay. Yep. I was just making sure that he was in there. Yeah. Um, That boy's a ride or die. Holy crap. Yeah. Like I'd die for him. Like, I would I'd, die for Anthony. Yeah, not even a, not, not absolutely. I wouldn't even think twice. It's the weirdest. You would do it's the, the exact weirdest same thing. It's the weirdest friendship for me because he would do the exact same thing, but I would expect him not to. I'd be like, Anthony, take this bullet for me, or no, like there's a bullet coming at me, and he's like, I'm gonna save your life, and I'm like, No, let me die. You should live. Like that's the weird thing about yeah. my friendship with him is because that's kind of the ride or die thing that it goes. It's like I'm like, No, you need to keep succeeding. Yeah. Um. But then he's turns it around is like no we need to keep succeeding like pushing it forward he, he's such a wee person yeah he is he's like we, um we, we, yeah we, we. really really cool yeah he's french you did the I italian cut, thing for french people amore amore <laughs> french we oui, we oui. <laughs> you stole the uh, italian that is cultural that, appropriation that is so no it is Cultural wrong. succession. Shut up. You're <laughs> wrong. Okay, go ahead. No, so yeah, Anthony and you would be the two. And then uh, part of other close friends, um, I would say Jonah definitely is in that close friends thing. Maybe. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, uh, I mean, the rest become kind of maybes because it's like, it's people that if I called them and they were to answer, they're in. But they don't always answer. <laughs> Interesting. I have my writer dies are uh, you and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Anthony is my um, alternate. No alternate. <laughs> I, like, I, I someone taps a, out. He taps in. <laughs> I have a I have a soul tie mm. to Anthony. Like when I feel this is weird to say out loud. But there are some there are some times that I think I need to channel him, hmm. like as what if would he do? as if he's not here, like as if I can't just call him. Like sometimes I feel like I just need to channel him. He's like my internal mentor in my body. Like you're thinking, what would he do? Yeah, like I'm like I'm I'm in a situation. Where I'm like, okay, Anthony is would do this, so I'm gonna do it's a twisted version of this. Yeah. He's, it's so it's funny almost, that you say that. It is almost like he doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like he's a deity. And you just literally no, yeah. li- no, literally. Like it he's is a like spiritual he's a being. And you try to channel him in moments. Yeah. See, it's for so me, because I spent so much time being mentored by him and still mentored by him, that like so many people have in time referred to me as like Anthony Jr. I have or, like I little have Anthony. referred you to that. Yeah, you've called me that. Like just you're um, like the uh, off-brand version. Off-brand Anthony. He's he is. Um, I don't. I don't know. You're like give, Mayo give with a, an E on the end. No, give me like he, a brand of something like. Uh, you're you're, uh, you're um no you're, Anthony's you're, brand. You're chocolate He's, circles, and he is Oreos. Yeah, Anthony is Oreos. <laughs> I'm I'm Kroger brand chocolate circles. No, not Kroger brand. You were like I'm Dollar off Tree brand, off-brand Dollar Tree cr- <laughs> chocolate oh. circles. Oh, for sure with cream. Yeah, and, and in parentheses at the very bottom. <laughs> With with cream, (laughs) chocolate circles with cream, and then Um, on the back it says no dairy, no dairy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, 
You're um, the MSG version. This is of- the funny thing to me, though, is you say you channel him, and it's funny to me because so many people have referred to me as like a, a mini Anthony and stuff like that. I, it's take me this long to realize I spend so much time channeling him and figuring out how he does things, the way I just approach stuff. Like I'll approach something. Well, difference is assuming how assuming how he would do it, um, because I would just I would just do it that way. Yeah. Now. So since you um, don't have an identity, it's important yeah. that you're able to. I'm channel. living my life as though I'm him. You're living your life as if you are uh, a a copy of him. Yeah. But you're not. No. So you're trying to take all of your suckiness mm-hmm. and bring in some of his goodness. Yeah. And make yourself mediocre, which you've done a really good job at being mediocre yeah. to this point. So now I need to just learn to accept being sucky. No, mediocre. You've definitely oh. excelled at mediocre. Oh, I'm you, excelling you, at mediocre. You were sucky for about, how old are you? 24. 23 years. And now so for, <laughs> mediocre. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that I've just done so many things the way he does it. And now I'm actually at a cusp of like, I'm trying to channel him less See, to define that, myself. That's where we're opposites, where I'm like, I've created me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to channel pieces yeah. that I like. I think it has everything to do with That's where my slowness is. I've learned, yeah. I've learned everything I do from his mentorship. And now it's not like I'm unlearning things. I'm relearning how to do it in the way that I would prefer. And yeah, that's like a different me, thing. I was a firecracker. Boom, 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 boom. And I saw Anthony's like smooth slowness and it kind of yeah. reminded me of like my old obsession with frank sinatra mm. on how smooth he was but i didn't know frank sinatra in person obviously sure but meeting anthony i was like okay he's smooth chill calm and i was like i need to incorporate some of that to bring me back down to zen yeah give me some asmr vibes mm-hmm. and then give me back yeah so, yeah and so i've just been like this episode is sponsored by anthony <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, friendship is on the decline. Um, but I don't know if that's a bad thing. Maybe people are just cutting out toxic relationships. I don't, I, I, I don't think that not having a best friend is, I think that as long as you're happy with whatever structure your life is in, Mm -hmm. you're good. And if you're not happy with it, change it, change it, do everything you can to make the difference. I can speak to that. Like, yeah, like recent, especially recently, I'm just trying to recognize that I just kind of stopped making an effort with a lot of friendships and I stopped, you know, reaching out and hanging out with a lot of different friends and, and some of them are old work friends. So that kind of, that kind of stuff just kind of naturally dies off like we were talking about. But, um, I no, can't tell I, if you're I, like I really like, invested or just like, Damn, I don't okay. like where I'm at. I don't like not making an effort. I like mm. having friends. I like hanging out, going out with people, you know, whatever. So that's something that, like, I've made a personal goal of mine this year is to try and reach out more to different friends. And even if nothing ha- comes from it, you know, at least making that effort. My yeah. thing is that I have, let's just be real, I have severe bouts of depression where I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, very severe, where I'm like, if you don't know I'm your friend, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, you can screw yourself. And I've noticed that there are so many people that need you there 24-7. And I know that I can't be there sometimes. Then I'm like, I'm okay not 
giving effort. Mm-hmm. And the effort that I give has now become completely reciprocal of whatever somebody else is doing in my own way. Mm. Like, obviously, if somebody reaches out to me every day, I'm not going to reach out to them every day. But I will give them more reaching out than I would somebody who doesn't need it. Yeah. Because for me, it's hard for me to do that initially. Where I'm like, I'm fine. I think we're good. I feel that we're good. So I don't need to reach out. But there are times that I do. And you've seen that over the course of our friendship. What's five years now? Yeah. Of... Sometimes I just reach out, hey, we good, guys? We're good. We're good. We're chilling. We're good. We're fine. Everything's good. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm just making sure. I'm just kind of doing my check. Doing my routine. Yeah. Making sure that in. we're all good. Because they're, they're, I'm, I hate to say this, but it is what it is. I'm fine losing most people. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's yeah. part of life. I've accepted that already before meeting anybody, that part of life is losing people, whether to death, to um, addiction to just lack of friendship to proximity to whatever that losing people is a part of life and I'm okay with that but there are a few people in my life that I just don't want to lose yeah like they've just become embranded into who I am and you've broke that seal unfortunately so you're kind of stuck with me um yeah I know you better <laughs> you better hold it in um and I'm okay with most people just disappearing mm-hmm. if they do. It is what it is. So me, like when I deleted my social media, didn't even think about it. It was supposed to be an experiment. It's been how long? Like a year. Don't even care yeah. anymore. No desire. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But there are people that see me in person. They're like, oh, dude, I, I haven't seen you on social media for a while. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, this I'm doing. I give you five minutes on where I've been in this past year. As far as as much as you really care to know, yeah. realistically, you don't you care just to want know the highlights. intricate deca- details. You want the highlights, which is why we were friends on social media. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But some people aren't. <clears throat> I think about it this way. I am fine letting people go because I assume, and this could be really wrong of me, um, and that's okay. I assume that if I desire to have that friendship back if i feel like i've done something wrong or i miss that if it ever occurs to me that i miss that i can get it back if i really do want to um and so i assume that if someone's not giving an effort into the friendship if someone's not pursuing a friendship with me i'm okay letting it go because if later on i I choose to get it back, I can get it back. And I'm certain that I can. I don't have any doubt in my head that if I lose someone, it's forever. Um, and because of that Wait, mentality. No, no, no. You don't have any doubt in your head that if you lose somebody, it's not yeah. forever. Yes. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I have no doubts that if I lose somebody, it's it's not forever. That's right. So I will get them back if I, if I want that friendship back. And because of that, there are very few um, that it's like, I don't want to lose this friendship. Um, because if I lose this friendship, I lose a big part of who I am and how I live my life. Um, and I don't want to live my life in a different way. I like the way I live my life now. I'm resound to that. And I don't want that to change. 
So because I don't want that to change, I invest in those friendships. But in the ones that I'm like, they're not impacting my life, I'm not impacting theirs. If they were to step away and I'd never talk to them again, it's, it is what it is. But if it turns out I want that friendship back, I can get it back. And because I have that confidence in my friendships, I don't worry about it. And here's the thing is that me as a friend, I'll pretty much do anything for my friends. Mm-hmm. But it, after being burned so many times, it takes a lot for me to have that type of investment in people. Yeah. Where I'm like, I will give you the clothes. Uh, no, that's a lie. I'll pretty much do anything for anybody. But at the same time, my friends' friends, it's elevated to a level that is I'm okay being uncomfortable for a bit so that they can be comfortable. Yeah. I agree. Because that's just where I've where I've where I landed in all this. Yeah. Ooh, bid. Man, we have just dove in to the stuff to the tar- Woo, start. Wow. Bid. You, you bid. Now you're vaxxed up. I'm double vaxxed, baby. I got the Johnson and Johnson. I got the Moderna. I got the Pfizer. I got the AstraZeneca. I'm out oh, here like Thanos. You got the. You got the. I <laughs> am inevitable. <laughs> I am an inevitable. I'm inevitable. I am inevitable, baby. I am inevitable. <laughs> now, speaking of the in, in, the inevitable, the inevitable. Let's Simon, jump into it. Simon. Simone Biles. Simone Biles. That you telling me this story kind of pained me. Yeah, you want me to tell it to you now? I want you, you to tell it the pain? to the people because I need to pee. Okay. And uh, I'm going to let you tell the story, and I will try to make it back. Zoom, zoom. I'm fast. Zoom, zoom. Boy. Okay. Do your Do you want to go and throw that camera on me? And let's jump right into this story about the Olympics. Real quick, I've oh, yeah, never yeah, yeah, yeah. had to pee this bad during an episode. <laughs> hey, it's all right. I don't think we've ever taken a pee break. Mid-episode. Dude, if you got to pee this bad, why are you talking about it? Because I just want to let the people know how serious this is. Now, when you feel like you have to pee, do you feel it in your bladder or in your pee-pee? Um, pee-pee. I feel it in my pee-pee when I need to pee. I feel it in my bladder when I really need to pee. Where do you feel it, Joan Joan? Uh, I feel it in my pee-pee. You know that you're supposed to feel it in your bladder? What? Yeah, it's but you're 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 not supposed to feel it in your pee pee. What? Really? You're supposed to feel it in your yeah yeah yeah. Is there something wrong with me? And now that I'm in this moment where I have to pee, it's it, it's not in my bladder. I can tell you that much. Oh, it's ready to come out, dude. Oh yeah. If I just relax it's right now, at the if I were to just relax right now, this seat would go in the trash can. <laughs> but go need, ahead. We would need to pause the. T- we would need to. Dude. We need to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Superman no here. <laughs> Superman no here. Okay, go ahead. Open up the fire hose. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to jump into the Olympics because there are two insane stories here. Hopefully, Job gets back by the time we get to the second story, but that's all right. We got Simone Biles has withdrawn from the Olympics. So Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles has shocked the world on Tuesday after pulling out of the women's gymnastics team finals at the finals at the Tokyo Games due to a medical issue. Now, we would think that this is where the story ends. We would think, oh, okay, she got the bid, or there's something going on where she just she couldn't perform, and that's all right. 
But it doesn't end there because she left the competition area with the medical examiner after faltering during her vault performance. So again, just that idea of there's got to be something wrong physically, which was pretty out of character for her. And then she's the most decorated gymnast of all time. But then she later told NBC's Today that her withdrawal was not due to a physical injury. This is her quote. She said, physically, I feel good. I'm in shape. She later explained, emotionally, that kind of varies on the time and the moment. Coming here to the Olympics and being the head star isn't an easy feat. So we're just trying to take it one day at a time and we'll see. And I think that's something that's really important to note here. Simone Biles, most decorated gymnast of all time, stepped out of the Olympics because essentially the pressure was on. And the pressure was not only on for her to perform, the pressure was on for her to perform and be the best. It was no longer just about being the best gymnast she could be, but it was rather about how can you be the best celebrity gymnast that you could be because all eyes are on you watching you for this. And that's just, that's what's crazy to me about this whole story is she stepped away because of how it was affecting her mental health. I'm not going to knock her for that because that's kind of a wise decision. She later then told uh, NBC Today that she didn't want to cost her team a medal or injure herself by performing her dangerous stunts in the wrong headspace. And then she last quoted this, it's just not worth it, especially when you have three amazing athletes that can step up to the plate and do it. According to the New York Times, that was her last quote of that session. Now that's tough, being the best in the world and competing at that level and knowing that if you're in the wrong headspace, you could do one thing and screw up everything. Oh, yeah. And I think she's not only thinking about herself. She's thinking about the other athletes. She's thinking about if I'm the one that competes in this, if I'm the one that complete, competes in this vaulting competition, or I'm the one that competes in such and such competition, and I'm not in the right headspace, I could make something so drastically wrong that it hurts me or I can make a decision that's so drastically wrong that it's essentially just, it hurts my team. We don't get the medal. We don't place because I made the wrong decision. And she's letting it, she's letting it go for those that are not better, maybe, but those that are absolutely well, qualified. Better. She's the best in the world. Yeah. But those that are just absolutely qualified to compete when she's just not in the right headspace for it. And I think that's a wise decision. Do you understand how great you have to be? To say this and the world know that you would have won if you competed. Yeah, that is it's insane. That is next level. Yeah. Like to think not only greatness of her ability, but also in a sense, really just greatness of character. Her to say, I didn't want to take the pressure. I didn't want to be in a bad headspace. I didn't want to ruin it for my team. So I'm taking a step back knowing full well, or at least the rest of the world knowing full well, you would win. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Now, I mean, continue. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. You say it's still Olympics. Oh, yeah. And it's not in our notes, but I would like to highlight this. The USA men's basketball team lost to France. Well, wave the white flag. I guess we can never say that France never won a major battle. Also, I think this is payback. What for what? For when the president got smacked <laughs> and the USA clowned him 
And they're like, oh, we'll get you back on the basketball court. We'll get you back. This is for our president. <laughs> what, what was that? What was I don't that know. Accent? I can't do it. I don't know. This this is for our president. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know if that was it either. I can't do a French accent. I'm sure. I'm sure I can't. You want to give it a shot? I might. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, this is for our president. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Naomi Osaka, go ahead. All right. So... Continuing with the Olympics, um, Naomi Osaka was ousted in a rough day at the Olympics. So day four of the games proved to be similarly rough on the tennis star Naomi Osaka, who is going to be leaving Tokyo without a medal um, after losing to a um, very difficult name, Marketa Von Drusova. Oh, what is Marketa Von Drusova? She's from the Czech Republic. And in no, the third it's, round... It's this loss happened in the third round of the women's singles tennis tennis tournament. Um, Osaka, who represented Japan in the games, faced high expectations to do lost. well. Why? Because she wasn't representing the United States. Yeah, she's not representing the U.S. USA. Let's USA. Go, um, like but, you said, Trump. Trump. No. <laughs> oh my bad. Go ahead. No. So Naomi, she was expected to do really, really well. She's so great. And she is the highest-paid female athlete in the world. Which she should be. And the host country's face of the game. So she's the face of Tokyo Olympics. And this is what she said: "I am disappointed in every loss, but I feel like this one sucks more." than the others. I definitely feel like there was a lot of pressure for this. I think it's maybe because I haven't played in the Olympics before, and for the first year, it was a bit much. And then she added, I feel like my attitude wasn't that great because I don't really know how to cope with that kind of pressure, so that's the best that I could have done in this situation. Which she is a, she's a serial introvert. Hmm. She doesn't like talking to the media. She's a very to-herself woman. Yeah. And I could see how that type of pressure could get to her. Yeah. I mean, you put a ton of pressure on someone to be great in an environment that is completely brand new to them. And then in such an environment, you expect them to perform better than everybody else. And then you put their face on everything. And you you make it, th- you make it so that every time someone looks up Olympics, they think Naomi Osaka. And well, because she's one of the greatest tennis players in the world. Yeah. But when you put that kind of pressure on someone and then place them in a new environment under that kind of pressure, I mean, and then you throw them under a magnifying glass like that. Especially somebody who doesn't want to be in the spotlight. Doesn't want to be the center of attention. They just want to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why why the pressure got to her. It's hard to be that high level of an Mm -hmm. athlete and not have the charisma. Mm -hmm. Because I think that people who do these sports don't expect to be in the center of attention. They're doing it because they love it and because they're good at it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they become one of the best in the world. And they're like, uh, I didn't sign up to be the best in the yeah. world. I signed up to play. Yeah. And uh, I'm overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which absolutely. Happened before with her. Sure. Yeah. And uh, this, is, this is what's interesting to me. Two of the top athletes in the world in their fields are one withdrawing by choice saying i want to get out of this it's just too much for me and then the other one being dropped from it because she's not performing at her best because the pressure is too hard and that is truly a a testament to the amount of pressure that comes through the olympics i can't even imagine the type of pressure that comes with being in the olympics Mm -hmm. 
like, oh man, that's yeah, gotta be tough. tough Absolutely tough, tough, tough. Okay, let's talk about this thing that I'm not happy about. I think it's a cool story, but I'm gonna tell the story. Okay, just to prove that I'm willing to be open minded. Be open minded. Yeah. Lucasfilm hired the YouTuber who used deep fakes to tweak Luke Skywalker's Mandalorian VFX. YouTube is full of deepfake videos as well as another website that uh, <laughs> Davey frequents that no. attempts to improve. <laughs> what, Vimeo? I'm, I don't go on Vimeo. Oh, I didn't know that. YouTube is full of deepfake <laughs> videos that attempt to improve on polarizing visual effects in movies, but rarely do these videos lead to actual studio jobs. A popular deepfake YouTuber who goes by the name Shamrock announced this month in the comments section of his video. Close. It it's sham. not Shamrock. It's Shamu. F's in the chat, boys. <laughs> Who goes by the name Shamook? <laughs> announced him. this month in the comments section of his of one of his videos that he joined the team over at Lucasfilm's Industrial Light and Magic. IndieWire has now confirmed the hiring with Lucasfilm's film. The news is notable as one of Shamrock's most viral videos. <laughs> the news is notable as one of Sham Mook's most viral videos. I his name should be Shamrock. It, it works. looks like Shamrock. There's the freaking stupid red squiggly line under it <laughs> that says that it's spelled wrong. So obviously it's Shamrock. Here, but as let me, one of let me Sh- auto correct. No. Let me see what it does. If I eat, I bet it, it says cha- Shamrock. Yep. I told Look at that. you. <laughs> as one of Shamook's most viral videos is a deep fake that improves the VFX used in the Mandalorian season two finale. To de-age Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker, the video has nearly 2 million views. Jonah, if you'll switch us to the Clips channel, I would like to see how cool this little Shamook deepfake is. Yeah, so what we're about to see right here, if you focus in on the face, you can see some differences there, kind of just in the detail. Um, Now, Shamook's deepfake is going to be on the right. The original is on the left. And I don't know. It it looks like there's a little more detail, a little better coloring, maybe. He looks um, more it's, like it's uh, more wrinkles. It's more natural. Yeah, he looks, he looks more, more real. like the dude from uh, that '70s show. Topher Grace. Yeah. He looks more <laughs> like Eric. Yeah. Look at him. Go, go back. Eric go back. Foreman? Go back. He wants your permission. Oh shoot! Yeah. Yeah. He looks more like Eric Foreman on the second one. Let's see. Donna, guys, I mean, dude, he looks just like him. I'm not, there's no way I'm tripping. So this is why this is an interesting story to me is it has absolutely nothing really, in my opinion, nothing to do with it being centered around Lucasfilm or Mandalorian or anything like that. But rather, um, it is a story about someone who is passionate about something, doing deep fakes, improving on video effects, uh, in major so you're that people that do deep fakes should get jobs. I'm saying that people who improve upon a studio's work shouldn't be penalized for that because normally what you're going to see is uh, Disney, who owns Lucasfilm, putting out some sort of like cease and desist. Don't do this. This is wrong. You're using our stuff. Um, but so you're saying that if you're really good at deep fakes, you should keep doing them because you'll get hired. I'm saying that this is a story that's rare and it's cool. And you're to saying see. that we should try harder to do more deep fakes so that you get hired. I think deep fakes are some of the best video effects um, that we've seen 
in a very long time in the use of CGI. And you spend a lot of time watching these deep fakes? No. But you really enjoy it when you get to see them. I think when I now, see stuff when you like search this, for deep it's pretty fakes, great. When you search for deep fakes, do you search for specific types? I don't search for deep fakes. Then how'd you find this one? Um, showed up in a newsreel. Nice. Yeah. It was like, hey, top 10 deep fakes. No, like, just- <laughs> like, hey, I see you like deep fakes. Yeah. <laughs> Check out these top 10. No, it was. Uh, that is pretty cool. I, I think it's, it's just a cool story. However. Yeah. As somebody who does not watch Star Wars. Sure. I can tell the physical difference in the two. However, I don't see the significance. Because when the sun shines, we'll shine together. Know that we'll still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. Dude, I heard a re- you can stand uh, under my umbrella. I heard a Ella, version of that song Ella, eh, while I was in the grocery eh, store. Eh. And it was not Rihanna singing it. It was some guy. I hate it. I already don't like and it. And he didn't sing You Can Stand Under My Umbrella. He sang You Can Be My Cinderella, Ella, Ella. And here's the thing that sucked. Everything else in the song was the same. No. It was just the chorus that was changed. So no. stupid. Sir. Whoever did that, who, screw you. You who did it, and you stopped it. Yeah, stop dead right now. Stop dead right now. I don't know what kids bop junk. Fry's grocery store is playing. What type of King Jong Un Russia <laughs> knockoffs? China. You just plan a play. Or that. <laughs> it's not like an angry Republican. Yeah. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Trust the trees and green. Red roses too. <laughs> you should record a cover of that song. I see and then do. Oh, you know, be funny. If you did it, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. What is it? What is it? You did a cover that video where it's where it's just all black, and then like towards the end it fades up into you, <laughs> it shows and they're like, me. "What? <laughs> what? That's not real. Right? What?" And I think to I've seen this myself, thing on TikTok where it's like a uh, uh, face doesn't match. The, will you shut the? Front door. Shut this the is, front door, I dude. Forgot, this is the public episode. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> Don, go on our Patreon, patreon.com. Yeah, the by the way, situation. you should totally sign up to be a part of our Patreon. We have three tiers. Hopefully, I get it right this time. First tier, $5 a month, gets you early access to our episodes. $10 a month, second tier, gets you a shout out on the show, as well as you get exclusive episodes. And $50 a month, gets you a what? Nothing. You shouldn't do it. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. Don't do it all. But you can go to www.nevcoproducts.com. Use code DECENT for 10% off and a free chapstick. Yeah, there let's you go. Get it, baby. Hitting it with those sponsors. Now, let's talk about Tucker Kershon. Tucker Kershon. Tucker Kershon. Confronted. Confronted at <laughs> Montana Fishing Shop called the worst human being. Now, this before we go into this, who is Tucker Carlson? Um, He is... Uh, who? He is- Mike Jones. Who? <laughs> what? Mike Jones. <laughs> you never heard that? No, I haven't. Um, who? <laughs> Mike Jones. I'm just, I'm who? just not educated. Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. I like that. Sheesh. Tucker Carlson confronted at a Montana fishing shop called the worst human being. Jonah, do you know who Tucker Carlson is? Yes, I do. Is he your daddy? No. Daddy? No? No. I, 
I like him, but there's some Be honest. That I disagree with. Let me ask you a question. Some things you disagree with. Him Let on. me ask yes. you a question. If he's here right now, would you kiss him? No. On the lips. Okay, then it no. isn't your daddy. All right. So, <laughs> Tucker Carlson is, uh, I don't know, a news anchor on Fox News. And uh, I guess that's what you would say, right? He's a news yeah. anchor. Um, so, the story starts off with Dan Bailey, um, which, by the way, this takes place at Dan, at, uh, Dan Bailey's fishing shop. But the Dan Bailey that is in the story is not the Dan Bailey of the fishing shop. Wait, people. what? Yeah, just a total, total coincidence. Um, Interesting. Weird, funny thing. But Dan Bailey accused the top-rated host of Tucker Carlson tonight. Why is he the top-rated host? Because it's named after him of killing people uh, with vaccine misinformation and supporting extreme racism. Um, in the brief video, and we have that video, but in the brief video, Carlson responds to Bailey quietly by saying, I appreciate that. And at one point, Carlson appears to call Bailey's son, and then he starts laughing before he walks away. Now, we have that video. I want you to pull okay, that up for us. It's it's real brief, but let's check that out. I don't care, Calls him the worst human being to mankind. That's crazy. Now, what's funny to me is everybody's been saying that video is about going shut up. Okay. Okay, go ahead. What's funny to me is everybody's been like saying how. Dan, like a lot of people in support of Tucker Carlson have been saying that Dan was really like adamant in his questions and adamant in his statements that he was really aggressive. But when you watch the video and when you hear his like tone, he's really calm. Both of them are actually really calm. But a Fox News spokesperson said that ambushing Carlson while he was at the shop in Livingston with his family was totally inexcusable. Um, and this is the quote. No public figure should be accosted regardless of their political persuasion or beliefs simply due to the intolerance of another point of view. Um, many others in support of Fox News have retweeted this and applauded the comment um, until the Internet decided to murder them with words. And uh, here are here are some of those uh, some of those quote Before tweets. Before we go into that. Yeah. What do you think of this? I think that you are going to get the most wild response from people when you catch them off guard. Oh, yeah. Like what I said when you said that Simone Biles wasn't in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. It's not something that could go on our episode. <laughs> yeah. First reactions to things. I don't know if they should be taken the way that they are taken. Sure. You mean uh, there shouldn't be as much emphasis put on them? Because they don't have time. You're you're talking to a guy who does entertainment for a li living and you're getting a very raw response. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's a judgment of character. However, let me flip my hair real quick like a diva because I'm wearing pink. I don't know if you can. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this whole situation. Give give me give me what the, the socials are saying. Yeah. So here's I'll say what I think of it. Well, I'll give the socials and I'll say no, what no, I think. No, of say it. what you think. Yeah. First. So what I think of it is simply this. I think that Dan, who confronted Tucker Carlson, every right to do that. I think he had every right to say, oh, I see you. In the same way that um, a lot of the times when you like see a celebrity or something like that and you're a fan of theirs, you want to go up and get a picture and stuff like that. I know a lot of celebrities are annoyed by it. Sometimes they tend to be rude in situations like that because, of course, you're interrupting their day, things like that. You don't normally walk up to somebody and just say, hey, can I get a picture with you? Mm -hmm. But in this instance, Dan is simply exercising his right to say whatever he wants to say. 
and he doesn't like Tucker Carlson as a, as made clear by this video, but there's nothing wrong with him doing that. And I, I don't think it's wrong. I, I don't, I don't think it's wrong for him to like start a conversation I, but, with the guy and start saying, I don't like you. But why though? Why can't you just let him be him? There are people that don't like me. And if they came up to me and they're like, I don't like you, but like, you can screw yourself. You don't need to tell me you don't like me. I don't care mm -hmm. that you don't like me. Well, I also think well, that the way Tucker Carlson responded is very appropriate. Well, Go yeah, ahead. I mean, I, I would, I would agree with that. And here's the thing: I don't disagree with you, Davey. It is absolutely his right, you know, to go up to someone and speak. It's funny, to them. I say right, Jonah. Just goes, yeah, that's good. I don't deny that. <laughs> that's a constitutionalist my, right there. Uh -huh. My issue is Carlson had his daughter there with him. And? and this guy knew that. Okay. And I, for me, and it, it doesn't matter whether they're a conservative, a liberal, I don't care. When a kid is involved in this situation, I think there needs to be, I don't want to say like a protection for the kid, but like maybe choose a better moment, I guess. How often do you run into yeah. Tucker Carlson? What moment is he going to get? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. How many that, better but... moments do you get to run into Tucker Carlson? This that, was a that, moment. That's where that logic fails for me. Yeah. Because I have a hard time believing that he's just passing Tucker Carlson on a daily basis. This is a moment where I think there's this guy, Dan Bailey, who's like, listen, if I ever run into Tucker Carlson, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him, I'm going to give him peace of my mind. I'm going to tell him what I think about him. And he does. He does it. He's actually someone who follows up with that comment because so many people make that comment of like, oh, if I run into so-and-so, I'm going to tell him exactly what I think. Bro, about I don't even know no what I'm going to do. That. I don't even know what I'm going to do when I run into Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to fight him. That's what you're going to do. I hope not. <laughs> but but when if it he comes, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw these hands. <laughs> no, I honestly wouldn't even recognize him. No? I don't think I know what he looks like. Dang. Can you describe him? Not my celebrity, I guess. Can you describe <laughs> him for me? No, I can't. I don't know what he looks like at all. Nice. <laughs> Continue. Um, but I will say this. Dan most likely has made that statement in his life and then followed through in this video. And in my opinion, he is very calm and collected. He's saying some pretty harsh stuff, but he's saying it in a calm tone. He's following the guy around so that he doesn't have to shout. I think that he's being pretty clear with what he believes in this statement. But here's why I think that this is insane. It's not even about what happens in the video. It's about how people have responded to it, specifically Fox saying that it is absolutely appalling and all that. Ben Rhodes has quote tweeted the statement by Fox saying a Fox News camera crew once staked out the stoop of my apartment building in D.C. and screamed questions at me with a camera as I walked home with my dry cleaning. Fox thinks that they should be able to spread deadly disinformation and ambush people with impunity. So people have been responding to Fox's spokesperson by saying, you can't tell me that it is wrong for someone to ambush one of your people when you consistently send your people out to ambush us. That's a double standard, right? It there. is. And it's, you can't tell me that it's wrong or inexcusable for someone to state their beliefs to somebody when you constantly are putting out and pushing forward your agenda on your beliefs. That's fair. That's what they're saying. So Vivian Schiller also made this statement by saying, this is total BS. Jesse Walt, uh, Jesse waters, um, waited outside my house followed me when I left my driveway and accosted me with a camera and a microphone when I parked my car on my personal errand. The hypocrisy here is stunning. Here's my thing, though. It's that 
you can't really be mad at people for voicing their opinions when they see you if they don't see you very often and you're constantly putting your views in their mouth exactly in their ears yeah so that's where i kind of draw the line of your entire job is to speak your mind and you can't be upset when people want to speak their mind yeah i agree and but that's at the same time i don't know if you should be confronting people when they have their kids around However, it's not like you're just going to run into them every other day. Unless you do, then you could have waited for a better time. Yeah. However, to Dan, this could have possibly been a once in a lifetime moment to give somebody feedback on how you feel about them. Yeah. And I think to Dan's credit here, I would absolutely be having a completely different opinion if there were absolute signs of aggression in this conversation, if he was being... um, much more like just loud with his vocals. Um, if he was just, yeah, being much more dominating, if he was being more aggressive, if he's being violent in any way, but none of those things show up in this. It's more really just the content of what he's saying is what's degrading. And that is fine because that's his opinion. And what I think is really interesting about this story is this story happens shortly after, I mean, this is recent, this is within the past week. This shortly happens after um, all of the, uh, sexual harassment allegations that are coming through from Fox News. Oh. So Fox is being dragged through the mud right now. Now, with something just simple like this, but also through that lawsuit in which uh, I think it ended with uh, them saying that, or with the, um, it is the, like, federal department of HR or whoever it would be that federally does um, human resources uh, that are suing Fox. Their lawsuit has ended with Fox now being on. Uh, they're no longer allowed to withhold people from uh, starting court cases and stuff against them. So like it used to be everything is kept within the company. If you have an allegation like against somebody, and- yeah, if you can't have, have an allegation against somebody, you have to just go to our internal HR department so that we can shut you up essentially. Now, well, no, well, it's also you have to go through our internal kind of process. filter things out. Yeah. Now, I think that there are certain things that should go straight to court. Oh, yeah. Real court, Mm -hmm. like, you know, sexual misconduct, those things. However, things like, uh, actually, I don't want to say what things I think shouldn't have to. But but I think, like, serious things. Now they can't allow anything. Assault, assault, anything like like that should be tried outside of the company. However, I do understand the reasoning for mediation because if anybody was just upset about anything, mm-hmm. they could go straight to court and create this big debacle that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. I, I understand that stepping stone sure. in certain cases. But in this case, I mean, it's now in this four case, years. It makes sense. Yeah, in this case, it makes sense because of all the allegations and stuff that have come out. Well, not and, even not even the sheer amount of them, but just, and just the, the fact that an allegation HR came out that has anything down. to do with sexual harassment should go straight to actual court. Oh, yeah. Not stayed not staying within the company. So because that has become a, th- uh, a reoccurrence, I guess, that things have been kept within the company, um, now the court has ruled um, that for the next four years, uh, Fox News is not allowed to internalize anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone has an allegation, someone wants to go to court, take it to court, they can't. They go have to. Court. They're not. Honestly, when you're at the point of taking it to court, it, it's serious. So. Yeah, of course. I agree. Let's go into something lighter before yeah. we go into this next this big, big one. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big um, one. I heard you had a, an idea for revisiting some, oh, some sequels. Yeah. A sequel. Yeah, I've been Give missing the us, improv. Baby. So uh, today's improv thing is, theme is going to be sequels. And we're going to do 
one, maybe two. Um, first one, definitely, we're going to be jumping into um, Say the Word, which is uh, basically where um, last time we did it with Will, Jonah this time is going to be sending us each um, So don't words. expect it to be as good. Yeah, but he's going to be sending I'm us some. Well, sequels are never as good as the first. Um, but uh, Jonah's going to be sending us, uh, just texting us some words that we have to get the other person to say through, uh, through storytelling. Um, so we're going to do that a little bit. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll get a so sequel to, uh, we'll, uh, to let, me being let's your just, Let's just go with the flow. Let's see whoever gets the first um, let's see who word. Gets the first text. Let's just have a conversation first. Yeah. Davey, how are you, my friend? Dude, I'm doing good. Well, actually, I'm nuts. I'm feeling pretty crazy. You know, I, I've been thinking about it. Yeah. I know that I just got one recently. But then yeah. we get another one. You're going to get another one. Yeah, because I figure as long as I, I keep playing so often... It's important that I have another. Oh, you're gonna get another guitar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna get another guitar. Yeah. You know, thinking of uh, thinking of guitar, makes me hungry. It makes me want to kind of like get one of those stalks. You know, a chicken stalk. No, no, no. It's like uh, the long stalk of like you get it in a bunch at the oh, grocery like store. Oh, like a celery. Yeah, some celery, celery stalks. Yeah. Always good. Always good in my salads. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it kind of like rings a. Um, um, my mind. It rings a. Oh, it rings a bell, right? Yeah, it rings yeah, a bell. That's yeah. what it is. You know, it rings a bell for me in my stomach because I'm still hungry. Last night I actually made uh made Kaylee and I this dish. Um, oh man, it's like uh, oily fowl. What is that? Um, it's like you take you take the bird, you dunk it in the oil, and you get like fried like, chicken. Yeah, so That's good. Wild. Oh man. <laughs> what the f? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why you would uh, talk to me about fried chicken. Why? I'm not saying you're calling me a monkey, <laughs> but if you're gonna call me a monkey, I want to be a, like the king of the monkeys, like um, like a gorilla. Yeah, a yeah. gorilla. I mean, that's who was raising Tarzan, and I mean, Tarzan's king of the jungle, right? Yeah. I mean, he killed that. Uh, he killed that tiger. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, like speaking of like King of the Jungle killing things and everything, we're talking a little bit about New World, everything that goes into that. And you were telling me that my username should be, and then you were like, no, this has got to be my new username. Um, what a was the Gladiator? Yeah, yeah, but forgetting Gladiator right now because I'm still hungry. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like glizzy? if I was to take some bread, throw it like this and gravy, but if it was biscuits, yeah, but if you put it together, you got the Gladiator, but now it's this and then you know glizzy like, gravy no no not gravy i'm talking about that bread i'm talking about buns no 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 you said Biscuits. it already yeah so if i'm talking about those and i'm talking about not gladiator but biscuits and glizzies well, reverse it a little bit. Glizzies and biscuits. Forget the and, man. You Glizzy know what, biscuits. That's what we're talking about. That's not even a term. No. However, it also reminds me of, you said, you you haven't played New World yet, but you played that other game where you build. Um, oh, you're talking about Minecraft? Yeah, bro? that game. I heard you were playing that game still. Are you still playing that game? Um, I lost the game. Oh man, you lost the game. Go ahead, Davey. Yeah. Is that the word? Yep. <laughs> the word is I lost the game. No, the word was Minecraft. Oh, okay, okay. 
you know, this is funny because, I mean, Jonah's kind of just sending us some references, or at least he's just sending me references. Um, but if uh, Anthony is Oreos, then I must be... Uh, chocolate circles. Nah, just uh, take the O's, you know? Chocolate what? Chocolate. O's. Rio's. <laughs> no, no Rio's, bro. You got chocolate O's. Chocolate circles. No, there's no circles in this. Jonah sent me extremely difficult ones. Just chocolate spheres. No, you got you chocolate got chocolate you got chocolate O's. Oh, there you go. What is it? Chocolate, chocolate O's with with cream. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I yeah. got you. That makes sense. However, now there are a lot of people who like to do a lot of different things. Yeah, there are people that are afraid of heights and people that aren't afraid of heights. Personally, I don't like heights. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I mean, I've 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 hiked a bit. Sure. But there's at camp, like I'm fine doing the uh, zip line. I'm fine doing the huge swing. Yeah. What about high ropes? No, I'd like high ropes. High ropes are fine, but it's I don't like high ropes because I only have to go up the ladder. Yeah. I don't yeah, have yeah. to like climb up anything. Yeah. You don't have to climb so up any trees So the one thing like, I don't really like is like um heights. No, like the actual the actual. So we have we have high ropes. We have the swing. We have the what else do we have? Paintball. Uh huh. And then there's the thing with the wall. Oh, uh, rock climbing. Yeah, is that what you're talking like about? Don't yeah, love rock climbing. of course not. You know, all this talk about climbing and just, you know, going out there, doing whatever you're going to do. Um, I think about like if what if I just got really into breakdancing, you know? And I just wanted to do that thing where a I, helicopter. where I, yeah, but I like get up there and I spin around on my, uh, um, well, you know, I flip upside down and I'm not doing, I'm not doing it on my hands. I'm just doing it on my head. Yeah. But what is it that I'm doing? I'm like flipping upside down and I'm not doing a handstand. I'm doing a, a spin. Yeah. But the spin is a, from a head. Head spin? No, not a head spin, man. If I'm not doing a handstand, I'm doing a head. Head sand. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Really? Yeah. It's interesting that he would use the term headstand. Personally, I prefer to be on my feet. Oh, okay. I like more simple things. If I'm going to jump into a group of friends, instead of doing some like B-boy junk, I'd rather just uh, like kick a ball around, but not like soccer, but like something more simple, like us just in a room together, mm-hmm. just kicking this thing around. Just in a circle. Just make sure it doesn't hit the ground. Sure. Kicking a can around? No, no, no. It, it's a whole game. You don't kick a can around. You just nah. kick around this thing in a circle, and you kind of just make sure it never hits the ground. Like a balloon. Almost like a balloon, but more dense. More dense. Like yeah. a ball. Just a ball. Kind of like a ball. Like a hacky it, sack. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. One of those. You know, I love hacky sack. You know, sometimes when I'm working out with hacky sacks, or I'm working out with just sacks in general, um, sometimes it's humid. What? <laughs> sometimes it's humid, and I just I start. You know, I was saying this earlier. When I when it's humid sweat. outside, I yeah I sweat. I get really 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 sweaty. Yeah, really sweaty, and Moist. specifically an area of me that gets really sweaty. Your armpits is in my chesticles. In your breasts. Um, so yeah, but like specific pointy areas within your nipples. The, yeah. So what would that be called? Nipple keep, sweat. Yeah, but like reversing it and saying that they're sweaty, sweaty nipples. Yeah, and that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, I I think that all these words could go in the trash. For they sure. do. Maybe with the recycling as well. Just put it all in one big um. 
not a trash can, but like a big place with a oh, bunch like of trash. Oh, like a dumpster? But like a bunch of dumpsters. Everything gets dumped Like there. a landfill. Kind of. Exactly like a landfill, but not a landfill. Like but a dump. Uh, a dump, yeah, but a... um, Two words. Um, What's in behind my house? Behind your house. Yep. When you go in my back door, you're in my... Oh, alley? No, when you go out in my back door of my house, you're in my... Backyard. Yeah, but like... But just for a bunch of trash. Like a like a back alley? No. It's still a yard, but like a, a yard full of trash. Oh, like a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not getting me, Jonah. Continue no, on. You know, I'm thinking about junkyards, and that's just making me think, man, if I found this in a junkyard, I would just want to take it out onto the water and then just take it down into the water. A really? Submarine. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm really hoping for. I was just doing that mission in Grand Theft Auto, actually. Really? Yeah. I love Grand Theft Auto. I haven't played it very often. Um, but it's really hard to to break past. Like, I really like the RP mode. Have you played that? The role-playing mode? No. Oh, it's actually super sick. Um, But honestly, I get kind of shy sometimes being in a group with all those strangers. I kind of like drop down into my shell like a um like a turtle yeah yeah but when when one of those gets the hershey squirts you mm. it, it would be it'd be the turtle squirts yeah but the turtle uh the actual word for it the the p word turtle poops yeah oh yeah i get those for sure oh you get the turtle poops like it's kind of coming in and out of the shell yeah you know pellets at a time um definitely you know, when I'm thinking about Grand Theft Auto, I'm thinking about role-playing games. I'm thinking about just the Binding of Isaac's one that I've been really trying to get into lately. Uh-huh. Um, really been just playing that a lot on my... Um, PC? Yeah. And on my PC, when you're playing games on your PC, that's called PC... Gaming. Yeah. And I've just been having a good time PC gaming. I love PC gaming. Um, what are you wearing on your head? Um, I'm wearing a hat. What kind? Um, just a ball cap, like a dad hat. Ball cap. What kind of ball? Like soccer ball cap? No, like a baseball cap. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, <laughs> thinking of this, I think about this is going to be difficult because you've never actually seen um, Lion King. Lion King, exactly. But there's Timon and Pumbaa, you know, and t- Rafiki. T- there's Rafiki as well. You know, what kind of species is Pumbaa? He's like a warthog. He's a boar. He's a boar, and then Timon, he's like a monkey. Yeah, he's like a prairie dog. I th- I think something kind of like that. Oh, he's a prairie dog, but like a groundhog. Maybe he's not a prairie dog. He's uh, it starts um, it's like if you were if you were to describe him, it's not a dog, but it's a cat. It's a cat, but before a cat, it's um, oh man, it's the sense of no, you're right with cat, but there's more to this. Wild he's, cat. Yeah, he's a wild cat. He's um, I mean, if he was merely just a cat, he would be a house cat. But if he was merely just a cat without the Lee, he was just a without the Lee. Yeah, merely without Lee, you just oh, have... a meerkat. Yeah, he's just a meerkat. Interesting. I would never get that. It's funny. Um, recently I've been driving around and I've been wondering, like, I wanted, I'd rather ride, but I have to drive my car. Because it's been raining a lot. I can never drive my um, motorcycle. Yeah. 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 It sucks. You know, funny thing is, this mission just came up again, Grand Theft Auto, was uh, you find that guy who thinks that he's been abducted, abducted by aliens, right? 
And uh, when he gets abducted by aliens, he claims that he saw a UFO. Yeah. And uh, that kind of just blows my mind. Speaking of blows. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say I sound like when I Harlem shake? Oh, dude, you sound like a dolphin. How do they breathe? Underwater. But they have a a thing. Actually, Um, I don't know. They have a thing uh, that helps them breathe. They do? Yeah, it's a dolphin's um blowhole. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't know if dolphins do dolphins have blowholes? I don't think so, but oh. Jonah gave me the words. Oh. You know, just staying on the topic of sub submariner life, you know? Um <laughs> what? Okay. You know, this is kind of like a whale, but it's the whale that's got that horn, not a unicorn. Um, but it's the one that was like doesn't exist it's not real but people no no one thinks that these are real it's stupid walrus no not a walrus it's a whale with a horn people have called it a (laughs) well you know a whale with a horn yeah okay if you were to go to i don't know let's start naming countries let's start naming like iceland greenland uh, Norwegian, Australia, Australia, Sweden. Greenland. Let's think of the Greenland. We said let's keep moving in the air in that area. You got Sweden, um, Scotland, uh, Nor- Norway, Norway. Norwegian. But let's let's focus on Norway. If it was a whale that was Norwegian from Norway, but let's just forget Norwegian and just say Norway. Norway whale. If it was a Norway whale, and you just combine those two Nor-whale. words. Norwhale. Now, let's get rid of whale and just focus on this wall right here. It's nor... Norwall. Norwall. There you go. What the F is a Norwall? Oh, bro. I don't know, but we figured it out together. It reminds me of... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. There's a flu. There, there's a sickness. Uh, they, they commonly compared uh, coronavirus to the... Um... That's sickness year round. Uh, flu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in the air. Airborne flu? Almost. But like uh, when somebody's a pilot, they, they major in um, flight. Yeah, flight. But there's a there's a more professional term for that. Um, aeronautics? Aeronautics. Almost. Starts with an A. Airplanes. Not <laughs> airplanes. More professional. Ah. The... Oh man, what is the word? Uh, a aviation. Yeah, but instead of aviation, let's just take out the sh. Avian flu. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, Don't I was reading know what about. That is, but I was reading about the avian flu actually in a Batman, one of those. Uh, oh, DC, that's gonna be tough. Um. Oh, it's just comic. What yeah, but the whole thing together. Comic book. Yeah, that's what I was reading. Absolutely, I love comic books. Now, <laughs> what sport does LeBron James play? Basketball. Perfect. <laughs> Conversation. You know, this is funny because you hate this, and uh, mayonnaise. Frankly, I hate it too a little bit. Okay. But um that's okay. We'll we'll uh we'll talk about this. This is actually something that happens in Star Wars. Um it's uh something where like Emperor Palpatine goes execute da, 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 da. and he says this phrase, but let's just focus in on how we can get that phrase. We can get that phrase by if you were in the line at In and Out, what was it 
that you would be doing when you get up to the clerk, you would be doing something like you would order. Yeah, you would order. Now, let's think about numbers here, because if you're going to order number one, order two. number two, you know, if you were going to order number five, then number six. So if you were going to order number six, number five, number four. Well, no, let's keep going forward. Number so you order. said six, five. I ought to go forward. Four to be four. So you're going to order number six. And then let's say it's 60. You're going to order number 65. And then move up one more. You got order number 67. Right in the middle. You got order number 65 and a half. <laughs> yep. And then just a little bit more, you're getting there. Order number 60.75. And then just another 0.25, and you're going to be exactly where you need to oh, be. Oh, 67. Nope. Nope. It's order number 60. Six. There you go. So stupid. Order 66? Was yeah. That what you were trying to get me to say? Yeah, I think that's now, the term. That's wild. Now, what did oh, I said something a little bit earlier? I uh-huh. said, um, dolphin. Right before I left. Avian flu. Right before I left. I left the room. I said, um, you know, this is something that Jonah, I think, might actually need to do. What? Because um, I'm under the impression that he sent us both the same phrase. That uh, So I can't say it, and you can't say it either. So the game's over. Yeah. I got to pee. I got to pee. Nice. Okay, <laughs> let's switch the camera to me, let Jonah leave to go to the bathroom. GG's. That was pretty good. He did good. Yeah. He did good, little buddy. Slick. Um, <laughs> What I love <laughs> about that game is that I wish that they knew what the words were. Yeah, like if the word popped up on screen. But there, I don't know if we'd have a way for it to pop up, but we wouldn't so, see it. I'd be, yeah, yeah. I mean, during the game, we just—I guess—we just have to flip our monitor around, maybe. But that's—I don't know. That's a lot. That's something we could just trust Will with. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, if Will was here, I would have zero problem doing that. However, we're stuck with Jonah. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure back. we could easily put in some sort of a text thing in there where you could just show text, type in what the word is, and then we would just be still getting it in our text messages, but. That's At true. least it would be up there. All right. Well, uh, let's go to. Want to go to the big one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I. California sues Activision Blizzard over frat boy culture and rampant sexual harassment. The California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, DFEH, has yep. lobbed a massive gender discrimination lawsuit against video game developer Blizzard Entertainment and its parent company, Activision Blizzard accusing the two of creating a culture of constant sexual harassment. The details of the suit, which launched Wednesday following two years of sex of investigations are disturbing. In some instances, it describes not just allegations of sexual harassment, but also of sexual assault. For example, DFEH claims blizzards workplaces are seeped in frat boy culture and advances groping and unwanted physical touching and other forms of harassment. The suit cites specific instances of harassment through the accounts of female employees, including one of who said random male employees would approach her at her work site and comment on her breasts. Other female employees working on the World of Warcraft teams, Warcraft always messes me up. World of Warcraft team alleged that male employees and even supervisors would hit on them and make derogatory comments about rape. In most tragic outcomes cited in lawsuit, DFEH said one of female employees committed suicide on a company trip after having a sexual relationship with male, with a male who had faced harassment, 
had also faced harassment at a holiday party when male co-workers began passing around a photo of her nude. Passing around photos of her nude. And then here's where the story is today. Um, there are now over 2,000 current and former Activision Blizzard employees that have signed a petition calling the company's response to the discrimination lawsuit abhorrent and insulting. So in the open letter, first reported by Bloomberg, um, it hits out at the company's response to the lawsuit that was filed last week by California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Um, and this alleges multiple female employees were subjected to gender discrimination, sexual harassment, and unequal pay. Now, according to CNN, this letter now has over those 2,000 signatures, a number that is expected to continue to grow in the coming days. And here we have the petition comes right after um, a raft of Blizzard developers took to social media to criticize the reported corporate statements issued on the recent allegations now, made by the company. Now, you don't play Warzone, um, but I have a ton of people who have been playing the game, and I feel like it's hard because, yes, Activision Blizzard is condoning this type of behavior. Yeah. And it's bad. It's awful. And I wish that um, it would never be a thing. Sure. And I've seen like tons of social media response and uh, people making claims that can absolutely be true. But the issue really is with me that there are tons of people who play the game that will never take any of this seriously and will continue to support uh, the parent company. You know, when you say that, that's what makes me think that a lawsuit like this is really the only way you can attack um, at a company or get back at a company and find some sort of a justice sure. for anybody who's been affected by this. And I think that when it comes to um, the way in which everybody has been facing this and now the company's coming out and saying that the allegations are super untrue. This is actually their statement. It says a recently filed lawsuit presented a distorted and untrue picture of our company, including fa uh, factually incorrect, old and out of context stories. I like how they use the word old, like old, because it's old, if... it's no longer relevant. Yeah, but it's still relevant. That's, yeah, that's really the problem. Some from this. more than a decade ago. Um, this is from uh, one of their employees, Townsend. Um, now, we work at a company that truly values equality and fairness, she added. Rest assured that leadership is committed to continuing to maintain a safe, fair, and inclusive work, uh, workplace. We cannot let egre egregious actions of others and a truly meritless and irresponsible lawsuit damage our culture of respect and equal opportunity for all employees. Now, this was followed then by all of those Blizzard developers who were posting on their social media saying that this corporate response is awful. And then now the company's statements in the response to the lawsuit are being called abhorrent and insulting to all that we believe our company should stand for is what the petition is for and what it says. Now, my issue with all of this is that we're people are pretending that nothing bad is happening. Yeah. And that's the issue with when people come out about things like this is that the biggest fear of all people is that they won't be taken seriously. 
And so when people aren't taken seriously when they come through with allegations, and these allegations are actually gigantic, if I do say so myself, that we have to realistically take a true investigation on all of these things. Because if we don't truly investigate all these things, then it's going to stop employees in the future from speaking out about the things that are happening to them. Because if they're having, like, I read this thing that they had guys that were crawling under the cubes called the the cube crawl, I think is what they were calling it. They were saying, like, guys were crawling under the desk and looking up at females under the desk and then there was the guy who was like the head of some department who was not doing his job at all and just playing the game saying like oh i have to get like the hours in to play the game and so if this doesn't actually come to fruition where these people get justice these women get justice then it's going to be much harder for any woman or man to come out about what's going on at blizzard and activision it's going to make a it's going to make a statement where if you are a part of a company or a large corporation um, that works within the field of video games or game development or video development or entertainment industry, period, or simply just large corporation, and in the office environment or in any environment you're dealing with sexual harassment or assault in some of these cases, um, you're going to feel like nobody cares. You're going to feel like nobody's on your side about this. And that's why we need to be taking this story very seriously to the point where we need to stop playing the game or we need to go out on social media and make a statement and say, Hey, if you play this game, you should know something about the company that made it. Like we should be spreading the word about this a little bit more because if a lawsuit like this gets shut out by just spokespeople from blizzard Activision, then we've lost. Now, I got to be honest. If people won't stop playing Warzone yeah. based on the fact that it's actually completely broken right now, mm-hmm. it's full of hackers, and they won't stop playing it because the company is being sued for sexual harassment against women, they won't I don't stop know what it. will stop them. Yeah. Because the game is unbearable as it is right now. And to throw a moral... Thing behind it makes it even harder to play. I actually opened Blizzard the other day and went out loud, audibly. I went ew, hmm. and I closed it. I think a funny thing to me is uh, if you want to get people to stop playing your game, you can just pull an EA and start throwing like advertisements at them and say they got to pay to play. <laughs> yeah, it's hard when it's free. Yeah, like people want to play the game because it was free. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It, it's tough because, you know, not, you know, if bad apples are in the tree, it doesn't make the whole tree bad. But until somebody's got to take responsibility for what's going on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. Tough. All right. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Police deny planting evidence in a viral video, release their own body cam footage. The footage police. The footage police released shows that during a search, officers found a corner tear from a plastic bag inside a backseat passenger seat's pocket, passenger's pocket. An officer then discarded it into the car after determining that it was empty. 
Now we're gonna watch a video of this and yeah. kind of just see because I haven't seen this video. I gotta cut that one. I haven't seen this video, um, but let's watch it. Yeah. There's so hey, bro, what you just that? saw was he dropped what? it in the what's backseat of the car. What's the one word? I got I got you on camera, bro. I got you on camera. We're all good. Hey, bro, you just threw that in there here. There it is, yeah. little baggy. So um, what happens here is, and the guy who um, is being pulled over in this, um, I believe he said he was pulled over because um, he was going 63 and a 45. Sounds um, like Phoenix. Yeah. But his comment on this was, first time ever seeing a cop try to throw something on me just so that they'd have a reason to search the car. He didn't even know I was recording. And you can tell he was nervous when he found out I was recording. Um, so in the video, what you're seeing is this guy notices the officer throw a baggie into the back of his car and then starts to put on gloves so that he has reason to start searching the car. Um, and the guy's like, hey, I'm filming you. And the cop goes, so am I. We're good. Um, now, apparently, police are saying that they found this in the pocket of the guy they pulled over, and then when they saw that it was empty, threw it back into the back seat. Um, and their dash cam footage apparently is what. That that's yeah. Why would you pull something out of the car and then throw it back in the back seat? Yeah. Or why would you pull something out of his pocket and because it's empty, throw it or back? Th- or, or pull yeah. it out of his pocket and then throw it. it that and also, just it doesn't, doesn't look like he's ever gotten out of the car. It doesn't look like. Um, that's difficult. Yeah. And they say it's in the it's in the back seat passenger's pocket. So I guess they mean there was a passenger in the back seat, or there's a passenger. There's nowhere to be seen. I don't know. There's it nowhere is, in the video that shows that. Up for me. Yeah. It, it, it fills the other narrative that I mean, cops have been planning evidence on people forever. Like this is not a new thing. It's only new to some people because it got caught on camera. Which is the whole thing about this era is that all the little dirty tactics that people would do back in the day are now being caught because everybody has a literal evidence device on them. Yeah. So, oh, man, it's just nonsense. I mean, again, not one, not a few bad apples in a tree makes it worth chopping down, but something's got to change. And I don't know what it is. You know? Yeah. But we can start here. We need to bail out Lil Nas X. We got to bail out Lil Nas X. Whatever you think of Lil Nas X, let me be honest. I don't know how you feel feel about Lil Nas X, but I love this dude. He is so unapologetically himself that you can't do anything but love it Mm -hmm. or hate it. There's no middle ground with this man. Mm Mm-hmm. There's literally no middle ground with this man because he does not care how you feel. You either accept him or you reject him. That's it. And he's fine with either. Yeah, he is. You want to? You don't want him to twerk on the devil? He gonna twerk a little harder. Mm-hmm. You're and mad so at him for his shoes? After releasing, um, you mad at him for his shoes? He's gonna say, "Up, oh, they're taking me to jail." He's gonna t- he's gonna troll you. I'm with it. But he just released this uh, prison set video for his song "Industry Baby." Um, that is going to be part of uh, his new uh, his new album um, that's going to be under his name, I believe. But anyways, he uh, he's released this new video, and 
as part of the video, he says that he has partnered with the Bail Project that aims to cover bail funds for people across the country. Um, the the partnership now is starting what is called the Bail X Fund. Um, now, what he what he tweeted about this is on a serious note. I know the pain that incarceration brings to a family, and the disproportionate impact that cash bail has on the black community. That's why I teamed up with at Bail Project to create the Bail X Fund. Um, now, in response to criticism of the video, because no one seems to be talking about how awesome it is that he's partnered with this uh, company and so far has raised $40,000, from uh, um, into the Bail X Fund from just people that have been clicking on the link that is in the music video alone. Um, but... People have been responding more to the content of the music video um, because Little Nas X, being a, a gay man, is going to be hanging out with a lot of other gay guys in his video because that's who he is. But apparently, people think that that's wrong. And so here's a uh, response that he has because People Magazine posted an article that was captioned, Little Nas X responds to criticism of his industry baby music video, Y'all Hate Gay People. And Little Nas replied to the headline by tweeting, y'all know exactly what you're doing with this caption. Um, yeah. yeah. And He's the, very aware yeah. of what the media does. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really it's intriguing to know that somebody's out here still. The last person I saw trolling the media truly as a big artist, which you probably never listened to, was Lil B. No. First, I drive my car. Then I drive my roof. Smell like wonton soup. That's just how I do. <laughs> then I pop my car. Then I I can't say that lyric on this episode. Mm. Um, but it's cool to kind of see like somebody who doesn't care about what the media has to say anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of people are like would jump in and and switch up the narrative and try to play the hero role. Whereas I feel like Lil Nas X doesn't care whether he's the hero or the villain mm -hmm. at all. Absolutely. And overall criticism of the music video has been widely understood to be homophobic and not in any way that could what be remotely is that? Is that a... called subtle. Um, his new video, Industry yeah. Baby. Yeah. I haven't seen the video. So it takes place in a prison. Um, I believe it's called Montero State Prison. Oh. Um, just a fictional thing. Yeah. He said, I remember, I don't know if he tweeted it or said it, but he was like, I twerk on the devil, but, but being gay in prison is where y'all draw the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah, yeah. so funny, yeah. dude. He's been promoting a lot of his music video through just memes and stuff like that, which has been really which smart. Been, yeah, uh, yeah, extremely. Dude is a master of social media. Mm -hmm. So some people have stated, actually, that Little Nas X is making black men look weak by surrounding himself with men, unlike Jack Harlow, who's featured on the song, who is surrounded by women. Little Nas X replied to this criticism by saying, let me explain. Little Nas equals gay, so he's with boy. Jack Harlow equals straight, so he with girl. Got it? <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's in, it's insane to me that he has it, to spell it, these things it's, out. It's, it's it's it blows my mind that people are equating Lil Nas X with the stature of a black man. Yeah, I don't know any black man who aspires to be Lil Nas X. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. No. 
I don't know I don't either. Think, I don't think any black man is going, man, I want to be just like Lil Nas X. Oh, wait, he's twerking on the devil. He's with a bunch of dudes. He's gay. Now I want to be. I don't think that sexuality is like that. I don't think people watch a, vid- a music video and determine their sexuality based on a music video. I just feel like that's not a thing. And I think that people got to stop, man. Lil Nas X is gay. It is what it is. Let the man be gay. Let him do his thing. It is what let him be him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a fan of anybody forcing themselves to be anybody that they aren't. Sure. Like, yeah, people bump Old Town Road before they knew Little Nas X was gay. And if you don't want to listen to him now, that is on you, not on him. Yeah. Let him embrace who he is. And that is what it is. And I'll he say is this who too. He is. Yeah, you are who you are. And it's not your job to change people. Facts. Yeah. It's not. And if he wants to be gay, let him be gay. If you try to force someone to change or you try to make it your job to change people, I guarantee you, you will fail. You will fail. You will absolutely fail. Yeah. Now, speaking of people trying to change people, we got to like fire rapid through these things. We're like an hour and a half in right now. Something like that. Oh, no, no. Literally something like that. Oh, shoot. Yeah. uh, I I checked the time. Uh, Let's talk about this TikToker. Um, let's just watch the video. Let's just, yeah, let's, let's just, just jump in. Because this is kind of crazy. And uh, we will go from there. <laughs> now, this man's walking around with a sign with passage 1st Timothy 2.9. Huh? Video's still playing. Shut up. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it, job? <laughs> It doesn't feel good coming from somebody with no authority. Mm. Now, <laughs> took it. As you saw, <laughs> you said took it. <laughs> Sir, this is a beach. <laughs> Sir, this is a beach. Can you imagine? Uh. Being, I know you can't imagine because you swim with a shirt on, but can you imagine? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> it is true. It's not. I have ocular proof. Ocular proof. Ocular you have proof. seen me shirtless. Get wet right now. It you dripped. Pour it, that on your hat. You're a Dumbo. You're oh, a big shoot. old Dumbo. I'm it's picking. It's really on there. Yeah, I'm my picking my ear right now. Smell like whiskey. You gonna smell like whiskey? Well, more like watered down whiskey. It's more ice in there. In there. At this point, yeah. Well, <laughs> listen. Let me just say this: If you're on the beach, wear a bikini. It is what it is. I don't. know. Yeah, this is so dumb. You got. You <laughs> I got. Don't get it. You got these really like strong religious types that are going to i don't know they're crazy but they're going to like colleges Mad and crazy. calling women whores and like saying all these horrible things like Ugh. all this stuff like two margaritas and you're doing like all but that be jokes. the same people watching porn yeah that's what that's what blows my Hypocrite. mind it'd be the same people who are like you shouldn't wear a bikini at the beach because you're not modest and then go home and go to pornhub.com and have a premium account yeah it's insane Bro, check yourself and this is what's crazy to and me And even about if this. you aren't, check yourself. This is you a guy who's going beyond the college campus, going beyond the streetlights, and he's just like, I'm going to just go to the beach, where the beach. it is completely, oh like, understood. God. Like, if I saw someone wearing a bikini walking through the college campus, I'd be like, oh. Oh. 
I guess there's some sort of a bikini thing going on or today. Or like maybe they're going to the pool. Maybe they're going to the pool. There you go. You find a reason for that bikini. But on a beach, the reason is the beach. It's it, there. It, it literally <laughs> is the beach. I don't understand how it's anybody so can go to the beach and go, you're not being modest. You need to. Bro, if you don't shut the. Oh, man. Yeah. This is a It is modest. I'm saying it's modest. But even if it's not modest, it's the beach. Yeah. Listen. I believe in a thing called, what, circumstantial modesty, where if you're, like, wearing a bikini at the beach, it makes sense because it's circumstantial. If you were wearing a bikini to your office job, that's probably weird. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that probably wouldn't be considered modest for your workspace. Yeah. But but the the, the the context means that I'm going to wear a bikini or a one-piece. I think that... The way that guys' brains work, they can find sexuality in either. Yeah. So realistically, it doesn't make a difference. I think it's wrong. So wear whatever you like. I think it's absolutely wrong to claim modesty for women when it's the it guy's should be, fault. It should be more of a claiming how do we teach guys not to be pigs for men? <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not say, oh, you need to I dress know. modest when you go swimming. No. Um, I know dress guys, however you're going to dress. I know guys who could see a girl who is fully clothed from head to toe and go, titties. Like, yeah. who could look? It yeah. does not matter. Yeah. So where would you? It's the beach. We're at the beach. Where you at? <laughs> Have you seen that video? <laughs> no. Oh. You're like, we at the beach. Where you, where you at? at? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where you at? And then it's always like a Spanish. He's like, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. All oh right. my God. I think we need to go in 60 second takes. Pretty yeah, let's here. jump into it. Let's just jump straight into it. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Welcome to your new favorite segment. And now ours. that we've been doing it for quite some time here. Um, I can't switch to the video, so why don't we, I haven't set this up properly? Oh shoot, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, so let's just go into 60 second takes. No video. Yeah, here we go. We're actually headed to it. What we're gonna talk about today in 60 second takes is this. Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you really do this? Is this the way that you do this? Wow, you do now, this? Now, do you have one on your brain already? Yeah. Go ahead. So, when you're brushing your teeth and you start to bleed a little bit, do you just keep brushing? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> I have sensitive gums. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use timers. We don't need timers. Sure. When I brush my teeth and I start to bleed a little bit, I assume it's because I'm brushing too hard. Yeah. My brain doesn't go to gingivitis. It doesn't go <laughs> to uh, poor hygiene. It goes to, I'm brushing too hard. Yeah. And I need to brush softer. Yeah. So I just keep brushing. So for me, I do the same thing. I was brushing my teeth this morning and I had a little gum bleed and I was like, like I just kept going and then I realized this is monstrous I'm spreading blood around my mouth like it's not a big deal but it's being counteracted by the toothpaste sure it is I'm just smearing blood all over my mouth and then I still have the audacity to look in the mirror and go and just see my bloody mouth and then spit it out Rinse my mouth, and all of a sudden, magically, I'm not bleeding anymore the moment I rinse my mouth I don't out. rinse my mouth after I brush my teeth. You don't rinse your mouth? You just spit it? Yeah. Oh. I saw on TikTok that you're not supposed to rinse. Really? Yep. I'm going to try it then. What have you I got was... bloody teeth, though? 
You just spit. You that just let the blood. Different. But I heard you're not supposed to rinse your teeth. Huh? If That's anybody's a dentist, which I highly doubt if you're listening to the show. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't doubt it. Educated. We have some. We have some scholars. We ain't educated. Watching our show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my question for you, my my first question for you is, do you dry your feet first? Do you dry yourself before you get out of the shower? Or once you're out, you step onto the mat and then dry yourself? Um, I start drying myself. Um, no, wait, no. I dry myself out of the shower. I get out and then start drying. You get out dripping wet and then dry yourself. Yeah. And... I can't tell you why. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I try. I grab my towel while I'm still inside the shower. I dry some of myself so I'm not dripping water. Mm-hmm. And then I set the towel out on the floor. I step on it and dry my legs so I'm not, like, wet on the – because there's nothing worse than stepping on a wet mat. That's That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then I drive the rest of myself. Cool. Is that weird? No, I don't think that's weird. That's I think, logical. So what I would normally do is, like if I was just showering, what I would normally do is I would turn the shower off, of course, grab my towel, start like drying off while I'm still in there. And then when oh, I'm then partially yeah. dry, get out, start drying off on the mat. But normally now what I do is I just get out and start drying. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> Do you do you taste what you're cooking while you're cooking it? Yes. But then when it's finished, like say you uh do you blow on the spoon or something when you taste it as you're cooking? Do you try to like cool it down? No. No. Why do you blow on your food or do you blow on your food when it's finished cooking if you don't blow on it while you're cooking it? <laughs> Because I feel like there's a sense of urgency when you're cooking. I don't know. It's weird, right? It's weird that if 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 I'm eating it to eat it, like to nourish myself, I want to cool it down. It's weird. But when I'm cooking it, it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's because I don't think it's fully hot yet. Yeah, right. It's in a it's in a pot. It's not hot hot. Like it's not like it's like, not like cooked hot. It's like hot. <laughs> like I'm making mashed it's probably potatoes. Hotter I'm making mashed. Yeah, it. that's right. I'm making mashed potatoes yesterday because I lit. I legit made like fried chicken. I legit made like fried chicken and mashed potatoes yesterday because I really wanted to. And um, now do you, I'm tasting, do you egg batter batter? Do you egg batter egg or do you batter egg bake? Um, I brined. So I did a brine, and then I. Who'd you brine it in? Uh, buttermilk and. Well, I sorry, I marinated it. Okay. I marinated it in buttermilk, salt, pepper, white pepper, paprika, thyme, oregano, basil. <sighs> a little MSG actually. No um, onion powder. Uh, no onion powder because I made chicken stock for gravy that I used onion in. Where's the heat? Where's the heat? For the chicken, I didn't make it spicy. Oh. Um, no spice at all? Well, I mean, I had the, like, black pepper, white pepper, that's paprika. Not, that's I not had spice. The season. Well, I didn't do, like, a I didn't make it hot chicken. I didn't do, like, a It doesn't have to be cayenne. Nashville hot, but no hot at all. I mean, I didn't do, like, a cayenne pepper or anything like that. because your wife, isn't it? Yeah. 
Otherwise, if I was making it myself, bro, uh, I would have made a I would have made, I would have made some cayenne. I would have <laughs> threw in that sauce. <laughs> I would have no. made that sauce and just drenched it in that. I was waiting for the cayenne. Um, yeah, yeah, because you know it makes things yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need to we need to cook for each other. Yeah, because if we don't we have like to hold back food. on spicy, oh, we gonna have the spicy. But we'd have the best but food. I was making uh, mashed potatoes, and I was just I was making it super simple. Um, but I was tasting it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I throw cayenne in mash for sure. But I was tasting it for seasoning, right? And it's in the pot. So you just like, boop. Yeah. And you just, yeah. And you just mash it a little more. Boop. And you just taste it. That's crazy. Then you put it in your bowl and all of a sudden. That actually blows my mind. Why? That if you're, if oh you're making soup gosh. and you just go, ah, need some salt. And then you, then you pour your soup. And now you got to blow on it because it's hot. That actually. Blew, uh, it's stupid. That actually blows my mind. I was thinking of that as I was saying it. I didn't know what I was saying until I said it. And I was like, wait, this that's <laughs> crazy. OK, that's fun. Do you put your socks on or your pants on first? Oh, shoot. I put my pants on first and it's me too. Yeah. But then I struggle because I'll wear like tight pants around the ankle. And then I have to like roll them up to get my long sock on. I don't wear long socks. I have some long socks that I'll wear, especially when I'm wearing like uh, suits or something like that. I have suits that have like uh, you have tight like, pants for your suits. I have ones that are tailored for like uh, oh, closed yeah. ankles. Sure. Yeah. Um. So because of that, and I, I have to like roll it up for the long socks. So sometimes I'll like have to think about it and be like. Put the socks on first. Put the socks on first. And then I get the socks now, to do it. Do you put your pants on before before your shirt? Um, yes. Me too. The reason I put them on before my shirt is because if I'm tucking in my shirt, I want to have my pants open and ready for a tuck. But like regular. Just regular dressing. Just regular dressing. I do the same thing. It's just the mentality I keep. Interesting. I agree. So I have yeah. no rebuttal. Dang. I am a sock last person. Sock last person. Cool. All right. Let me see. <laughs> oh, I have another one. If you if you still need time, yeah, give me a little time. Give me tell me what if you go if you poop before you shower, showers on and you go at the poop. Do you flush the toilet before you get in the shower? Or do you wait till after you get out? Oh, I flush before. Really? I cannot. I don't like. I don't like the idea of I'm getting clean, but I'm going to step out and there's dirty near me. <laughs> so I flush it to get away, get it away from me. Interesting. Yeah, it's not like I'm disgusted by my own feces, but I, just, I just I don't I like just... I don't like knowing that I'm showering and feces is next to me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I am fine just closing. The, I I I have to shut the toilet bowl, mm -hmm. but I also have to set a reminder for myself to know that I need to flush the toilet when mm -hmm. I get out. Now this is a telling question. If you're showering and you suddenly feel like you have to pee. No. Do you pull the curtain and aim for the bowl? That's or physically do you get, impossible in or my Or do you bathroom. get out of the bath or do you get out of the shower and let it keep running? Why'd I get out to pee? Yeah, to pee. I'm peeing in the shower. Oh, you pee in the shower. I'd have to. Then why'd you say no? Like I wouldn't I, it's physically impossible. The way my bathroom is set up to pee. Okay. So. I don't have a 12 inch or 16 inch pee pee <laughs> to pee into the <laughs> toilet. Just wrap it around the corner. Okay. 
it's it physically out. impossible for me to pee into the toilet from where my shower is positioned. All right, all right. Without peeing everywhere. No, nah, I just go in the shower. Even the toilet was like next to me. I'd still go in the shower. I wouldn't just pee outside. I'd, I'd step out if I had to. Yeah. Now, do you poop in the shower? <laughs> Absolutely not. Never? Never. Never once. Never once. Me not either. even the squirts. <laughs> okay, here's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you clean your butthole? In the shower? Yeah. Do you spread the butt cheeks? <laughs> I'm asking you. Okay, but that's my question for you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. What? Well, okay. Do you spread your butt cheeks? <laughs> what? You don't let the water just run down and just be like, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do? There's poop in there. Yeah, so you clean it. Yeah. But you don't, like, spread them and let it, like, really get in there? <laughs> what? Duh. Duh, yes, you do? Duh, no. Oh, come on. I mean. I'm just saying. Do you have, you're a, deta- this- do you have a detachable? Yes, I do. Do you-, <laughs> do you take it and just... Oh, you saying you are you asking me if I take the shower head up the taint like just right there, just right there, <laughs> just let it spray up. <laughs> oh, he left. He left. Shower head straight up. Let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. Absolutely, absolutely, I do that. Yep. Next. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes I don't, but that's because someone's holding it for me. <laughs> Oh my god. No, no, no. That's funny. That's too much. <laughs> the, rename the 60 second takes oh, too much information. Too much information. Oh, oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay. 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 Whew. I'm back to Zen. Right. I'm back to Zen. Now. Do you brush your teeth in the morning and night? Neither or just one or the other? Uh, morning and night. Now, have you ever been sitting and go, oh, I need to brush my teeth. Oh, yeah. And then not done it. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's been times where I was like, that stuff really, like, oh, there's like a residue on my teeth right now. I need to get rid of that. And then but also, I got to go in five minutes. I'm not about to take two. I leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Is this just like gross stuff that guys do? Yeah. <laughs> is this what this segment actually is? You ever just like scratch your belly button? Not really, actually. No, never scratch it or pick at it. No, not really. You ever scratch your balls and then smell it? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Probably probably daily. Daily. On the daily, he goes. You know, like when you're so tired that you don't want to get in the shower, so you do that to see if you need to? (laughs) Wait. So tired that you don't want to get in the shower? Yeah, like, you. I just want to go to bed, but then you. Yeah. Oh, yep. It's time to get in the shower. Oh, no, I've never had that happen. Really? Yeah. I've had it happen where like if I, I just it was like, stinks, super, I got to get in the shower. I've had it happen where I was just super sweaty down there 
And I was like, I'm showering. I'm oh, yeah. If it up. smells, you got to go. Yeah. Like, even if I don't smell anything or I'm not, like, about to scratch and sniff, <laughs> I'm just, I'll just shower because okay, it's sweaty. I have another one. Yeah. You ever wipe the sweat off of, like, the upper crack of your butt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where you're like, oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done it unintentionally? Like, you're just scratching oh, yep. your lower back and you just, huh. oh, oh, gross. Ah. Yep. And, yep. Then it's, and then it's a little brown and you're like. <laughs> Whoa, no, 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 no. Never done kidding. that. I'm just Never kidding. done that. I'm just kidding. Never done that. That's funny. Do you smell that, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is it with dudes? It's just like, oh, that's gross. Let me smell it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It is what it is. You like the smell of gasoline? Yes. Yeah. Smell grass? No. Not Cut really. grass. Yes. I can dig that. Mm-hmm. You have any more before we end the show? Nah, that was it. I'm good with I'm good with that was we that already was, revealed way too much. That was nasty. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Decent Take Show. Separate mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decided. We'll catch you next week. Peace.